Hey everyone, it's Adam Helfman. Thanks for tuning in to my podcast, Contractor Therapy, brought to you by Rocket Mortgage. In studio today, I've got Paul Sarah. Hey, what's up, Adam? And of course, Roberto Beauchene. Hey now, hey now. So guys, um, we haven't talked about this. We kind of brushed on it a little bit, but I want to talk about the complaints homeowners have about, about contractors, like the top complaints that come to mind, but I also want to cover complaints contractors have about homeowners because you know a lot of times homeowners don't realize it they just know like the number two complaint in all complainers in every industry number one is used car salespeople, <laughs> which you would make sense right yeah but guess what number two very close and sometimes number two becomes number one home improvement contractors that's what in the according to the better business bureau according to the consumer advocates complaints are huge now with post-covid and shortage of contractors, complaints are skyrocketing. But homeowners now have the uh, what we'll call the keyboard gangsterism, where they can actually put bad reviews and go a little overboard, which is something that I have a big, big issue with and about. But we'll talk about that in another podcast. So, what do you guys? Let's get with homeowner complaints against contractors. That seems to me like we get complaints to hire it done. Hey, Adam, uh, I have this contractor who's not showing up. What do I do? And so I help level the playing field or I help negotiate like a solution. So literally Roberto or Paul, what do you think from your experience just working with me? What do you think the number one complaint homeowners have about contractors? I said my, you know, the one that comes to mind right away is I've just been dealing with it recently is, you know, when you got a contract, he's coming out, he's doing new uh, glass block window or he's doing some right. installation of some kind or paint or something that, you look at the mess that it makes and it, it shocks you how much actually is left to be cleaned. And, and, and most guys do, hey, they do a great job. They know they have to clean. There were some guys I worked with that didn't leave one drop of anything on, on site. But then, and then some guys do. They, they'll, like, they'll hide it and put it in the back of your garage. Or something. <laughs> so basically the cleanup is what you're talking about. Yeah. So that's in the top five for sure. In fact, a dirty job site reflects upon the homeowner and the contractor especially when it's not written properly in the beginning. And here's my advice to everyone. So yes, first of all, let's acknowledge a dirty job site or cleanup, daily cleanup, or at the end of the job cleanup, uh, lack of cleanup by the contractor makes the homeowner nuts, reflects upon the contractor, and is no good. So the solution, if I might give one, is... Again, back to what I say when we talk about hiring contractors, everything should be in writing, including cleanup. And we have to detail what cleanup means because one contractor may say, in order for me to, I'm going to clean this job up, Mr. Homeowner, don't worry. He cleans up all the debris and puts it in a pile and leaves. <laughs> I've had, you know, you know how many times bathroom remodeling projects have come and uh, said to me, hey, Adam, I said clean up. He cleaned up, but he left all the demo debris in the driveway. So the toilets in the front yard, right? Crazy. <laughs> so that's the problem um, with that. And uh, literally it should be writing that says contractor to clean up daily, remove. And here's the key words, haul away all debris. Yeah. Now, if you happen to be fortunate enough to have a dumpster, then it's remove all debris in place in dumpster. Cause then the dumpster ends up leaving anyways. So number one, you know, a cleanup, cleaning up on the job site for homeowners is a huge, huge complaint. I was going to say, I think that sort of falls under the thing I think I thought would might be the biggest annoyance or complaint would be communication for like making sure the homeowner and the contractor are on the same page 
and they each sort of know what's happening day to day. Right. And so that, Paul, and ding, 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 you get to go to the front of the home improvement class, <laughs> is the number one thing. If I could say, if anyone asked me in the future, hey, Adam, what's the number one thing about renovation that someone needs to know? I would say communication. The more you communicate with your contractor, the better off you're going to be. And what do I mean by that? To the extreme of, hey, Mr. Contractor, how are you today? Oh, I'm glad you called Mrs. Home when I was about to call you. Guess what? What? Nobody's coming today. Oh, okay. When are they coming? I'll have my guys there tomorrow. Thank you. The fact that they communicated no one's coming actually eliminates 90% of the anxiety. Instead of sitting all day with no communication, twiddling your thumbs, picking your ass, saying, what the hell? <laughs> well, because if you think about it, we've all been in the place where we've had someone supposed to come over to do something for us or deliver something, and we're just you're just sort of sitting on edge in your own house. Well, the other thing, yeah, and I think the worst thing you can have in that situation is uh, fear of confrontation because maybe something isn't looking right to you or maybe you feel like you're being too over-communicative. You're asking too many questions. You're in the guy's business. Well, that goes to you the know. contractor side of complaints. In fact, Roberto, that was a good one. That's one of the complaints contractors have about homeowners. We're going to get to that in a second. But So right now we have cleanup on the job for homeowner complaints. No communication, which is the number one in my opinion. Here's number two or three in my opinion when they don't show up. The biggest lie we've done this in on one of our podcasts, a lot, one of the biggest lies in home improvement, they're on their way, <laughs> right? Always, they're on, they're always on their way. Yeah, the guys are on their way. However, what about when the guy says, hey, Adam, we're on our way, or they'll be there in the morning, we're going to be starting the tile in the morning. Okay, great. And then morning comes, no call, no guys, where are they? You know, and what do you do? You get anxiety. It's kind of like when you call the cable company. We'll be there between 12 and 6. Really? <laughs> six fucking hours? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and any contractor that tries to use the cable excuse, I say fire up. Because the cable company has the lowest uh, satisfaction rating for homeowners. Yeah, right. So why even use that? So the no-show is a big one. And that's the one that causes big, big friction between contractors and homeowners. I like with the cable now that they'll like they even have because of you know such low trust and that they offer like the self installation kits, <laughs> or you can just do it yourself if you'd right. like. Here's a link to the video. <laughs> just come pick it up, no problem. They don't. Even, how about this one? I had a cable company call me the other day, and well, obviously we're not using the name. They said we don't drill cable anymore. You have to get your own guy to put the wires in. We'll just come in and set the boxes up. I'm like, what? What do you mean? I got cable wires that got to run to the basement. I got, I'm buying, right. they don't run them anymore. Literally. So if it's, if you're changing cable providers and. And you want to, or you have a new bedroom, a closet to turn into a bedroom. Right, right. They're only using well, we the existing yeah, run. We will not, we'll give you a wireless box. We will not run cable. Wow. Which is terrible. So, okay. So we got no communication. We got the no show, which is the top two. You got cleanup on a daily basis, which is huge. What's the, what's another one that you think? I, I, I'm going to pick this one. Extra work build at the end of the job. And what do I mean by that? Okay, so let's say, use a bathroom example. Contractor remodels the bathroom. Mrs. Jones, it's 10000 for the bathroom. Okay, great. He remodels the bathroom, calls her in the middle of the job, though, and says, hey, Mrs. Jones, we replaced all the plywood because we had some rotted boards, and uh, there was some drywall that we got that was had some leak on it. We replaced that, too. And you're like, oh, great, thanks. Never does he say, oh, by the way, it was $2,500 more. But at the end of the job, you're at the last payment, which is, let's say it's a $10,000 bathroom. The last payment is $2,500. He says, oh, you owe me $3,500. Well, what do you mean? Well, it was $1,000 more for the extra work. What do you mean extra work? I didn't approve it. No, no, remember I called you and told you? You didn't say I was paying for it. 
When I'm looking for a new home, I imagine myself in every space. I want to know the house fits me. But there's more to it than that. Getting a mortgage is a necessary part of the home buying process for many. But it doesn't have to be a hassle. Rocket Mortgage gives you the tools you need to understand all your options and purchase with certainty. With Rocket Mortgage, you'll have the tools, information, and expert help you need to understand all your home loan options. They'll work at your pace and on your schedule. With industry-leading technology, Rocket Mortgage not only offers 24-7 access to your loan info, but also tools, information, and expertise to help your offer compete in a crowded market. If you have any questions now or along the way, their online home buyer's guide has tons of great info to help you move forward confidently so when you need a mortgage lender that fits your life, Rocket can. Get started online at rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Yeah, because you're going to assume as the homeowner that he maybe got a cheaper price on something else and kept the budget the same by right. working around it. So what's worse, a contractor who does it at the end of the job and surprises you with the bill, or the contractor who in the middle of the job calls you at work and says, hey, Mrs. Jones, you got rotted wood. And I'm replacing it's twenty five hundred. I'm not starting back up on the job till you pay me the twenty five hundred. It's, it's twenty five hundred is the most important thing to say because right. you can they can make it sound like nothing. Like you said, hey, you know, we ran into a little bit of a little bit of plywood. We'll, we'll redo that. No big deal. Goodbye. <laughs> right. To be to be fair, both of those situations are really shitty. They're not good because they're, the contractor is basically holding the homeowner hostage either way. But here's the the right way to do it. The professional contractor, and we've, we've talked about this a million times. The professional contractor says, okay, Mrs. Jones, here's your price. I'm going to start the job. But, and I always say to the homeowners, can you ask the question, what are some items that would come up that would cause extras besides change orders? And a good contractor say, hey, Mrs. Jones, in my history, in my past, I've remodeled bathrooms where we found rotted wood. Sometimes around the toilet it's leaking and all the wood is rotted. You don't want me, Mrs. Homeowner, to put your new tile and your new toilet overrided wood, do you? Of course not. Well, I'm never going to do that. However, when I replace that wood, there's a cost. And in the $10,000 I'm charging for this bathroom, there's no, I didn't budget for that. I didn't charge you for that. So we don't want to pre-charge you. But if there is, I'm going to stop the job. I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to show it to you. And I'm going to show you what I plan on doing. And I'm going to put a, a cost to it. Is that okay? Now, what homeowner in their right mind is going to say, oh, no, no, no. You know, I'm not paying extras. Okay, then I have to charge you if something doesn't happen. I'm gonna here's twenty. Make it instead of ten thousand, it's twelve thousand five hundred. And if there's no replacement, I get extra twenty five hundred. I mean, if, that's if, the problem. If a contractor can't send you a, a high resolution picture that moment from a job, is he worth hiring? See you later, alligator. <laughs> right, but you'd be surprised how many people say a guy doesn't even speak English. He's on my job, and well, he's got an old he's phone, there all day. His right. phone is you know, yeah. obsolete. He's got a flip phone. I mean, <laughs> so the point is, is the extra work build is a big one. And that leaves a bad taste in the mouth. And it's bad for the contract. It's unprofessional. There's no integrity when that happens. So homeowners, all of those issues can be solved if you prevent it by talking to the, com to the contractor in the beginning and follow our roadmap, which is get everything in writing. And then what I always say on the radio show, get everything included in writing and then hand it back to the contractor and say, Mr. Contractor, according to Adam Healthman, he says everything not included should be in writing, which makes the contractor think, ooh, okay, what's not included? Paint, uh, extra dumpsters, the cost of, uh, you know, portageon, change orders, whatever it is. So now let's flip the script. Let's talk about contractors' complaints about homeowners. Well, number one, with a bullet has to be 
the annoying constantly on your ass phone calls every 10 minutes during the day <laughs> hey can you can you add this to this or what can you do this and how, that color about, isn't like the, what about the guy that's like the guy that like does you know maybe he's retired or whatever and he's he's like watching your every move like why are you doing that <laughs> okay so, what is that for? What does that do? <laughs> so there's like a, a lot of names for that. As he slowly moistens his lips constantly. <laughs> exactly. That homeowner stay away from. By the way, don't don't even cut that out. I love it. I want to keep that. Because that's, listen. So here's the deal. The homeowner that's over your shoulder. The homeowner from hell, we call it. Okay? That's a problem. Homeowners don't realize it. They can't help themselves. They watch HGTV and they're addicted to the channel. And then they're like, wait a minute. The guy's on his hands and knees and the homeowner's got their head popped into the bathroom looking at him. What are you doing? <laughs> demolition. Okay, 10 minutes later. Hey, what are you doing? More demolition. Yeah, because on those shows, Adam, it leads, it gives like a false sense of involvement to the homeowner because they think they're involved in every step of the way constantly. Right. The biggest lie in home improvement is these shows. I think I've done it a few times now that I'm thinking about it. Right. So you, you can't, listen, homeowners are, are curious and voyeured by nature. So you want to see what's going on. It's not that you're trying to catch them doing anything. It's you're just trying to say, oh, I want to watch this. So the problem is, what do you do? You have to have self-restraint. You have to say to the guy, listen, I'm retired. I'm home every day. I'll let you go. But at the same time, I'd like to variously throughout the day, you know, take a look. So homeowners need to understand that the contractors feel your vibration. They feel that pressure of your presence. There's an actual feeling, even though it's invisible. Nobody wants their boss looking over their shoulder at a task that you, that you, you right. you're doing. And that's a big problem. So over the shoulder is a huge complaint for contractors. That's a very good point, Paul. Um, so not to get us off track, but I remember you had a story once where it was like a doctor kept constantly calling you like every second of the day. And you were yeah. just like, Oh my God, sir. We, we just talked. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Five minutes later. I wanted to be your friend. Right? Hey, did you get the steel delivered yet? I'm like, <laughs> I haven't even had a chance to call the guy. <laughs> you know, craziness, just complete craziness. So long story short, that's a big one. Now, contractors also about change orders. We talked about it with homeowners. What is the homeowner who says, hey, what do I, now that I got the bathroom demolitioned, what if we put a closet over here? What if I move the toilet? What if? What if it costs you three times as much? You know, it's a big deal. Change orders interrupt the rhythm of the work. If a contractor who's professional gave you 10 days and on day three, they stop the job to tell you they want to make changes. Guess what? That 10 day job that you as the homeowner remember is no longer a 10 day job. But contract homeowners don't want to remember that. And contractors are mad because they got their plumber scheduled and they got them scheduled another job. Now the whole schedule domino effect screws it all up. Yeah, and the homeowner is the reason it fell behind because, and like you said, sometimes it could be like, okay, you have this budget to go get tiles. And then they're like, well, this, these tiles are on sale. Normally, they wouldn't be in our budget, but now they're only a dollar more per tile. And yeah. you realize, okay, well, yeah, that's a dollar more per tile. Plus, it might be more expensive to install those. Correct. And delay yeah. might as well. The four dirty words of home improvement. We might as well. When I'm looking for a new home, I imagine myself in every space. I want to know the house fits me. But there's more to it than that. Getting a mortgage is a necessary part of the home buying process for many. But it doesn't have to be a hassle. 
Rocket Mortgage gives you the tools you need to understand all your options and purchase with certainty. With Rocket Mortgage, you'll have the tools, information, and expert help you need to understand all your home loan options. They'll work at your pace and on your schedule. With industry-leading technology, Rocket Mortgage not only offers 24-7 access to your loan info, but also tools, information, and expertise to help your offer compete in a crowded market. If you have any questions now or along the way, their online home buyer's guide has tons of great info to help you move forward confidently so when you need a mortgage lender that fits your life, Rocket can. Get started online at rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. The other thing about contractors is they children and pets. And think about it. Let's just use pets as an example. You got a dog. There's someone over. Dogs get excited. They want to see what's going on. They want to sniff. They want to walk around all your work site. You got cats who are curious. They hide behind the drywall, and then you put the drywall up, and now they're hidden. You know, we had that story before where I killed a cat. Um, I know, R.I.P. Dexter. But here's the thing. So children and pets. But then there's the other thing is teenage kids. You know, they're up to no good. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um, Keep kids and children and pets away from the contractors. Speaking of like families and stuff, is it annoying for contractors? Because you do a lot of contracting stuff. You've been doing it for 30 years. When the family, if you're doing like a big renovation, but they want to stay in the house. Oh, God. Is that tough to to try to work around what they're trying to, you know? The living in the remodel job is the nightmare of nightmares. (laughs) You have 21 days before the homeowner hates you. Literally. You know how they say it takes 21 days to create a habit? It also takes 21 days for a homeowner who loves the contractor to to hate them. That's the truth. But after that, the job's over. They forget about the hate and they for, they love their new job. Even with a great contractor, it happens. So uh, change orders, being over their shoulder, living on the job site. And a good, a good contractor makes the job site where it's livable. However, dust and water always win. No matter what, on a daily cleanup, dust is going to make it into your house and make it into the room that you're dust repelling, you're in big trouble. So you got to be a big fan. So again, homeowners living in the job, here's the thing. Home, the contractor works all day. He leaves. Homeowners you know, work, get work during the day. They come home to the job site. And let's say they're living there. And they're staring at it. And then in the evening... Instead of emailing or calling the contractor, they're texting him in the evening. Hey, there's a two by four with a knot. You know, uh, the drywall doesn't look perfect. You know, it's got a gap. You know, all these crazy things. And the guy, listen, contractors are family members. They have wives, kids, you know, they want to come home and have dinner with their family. Do you think they want to be blown up with their contract with homeowners? So what's the protocol on that that you say, let's do one daily Here's the protocol. Thing at the end they of the now, day. with the technology we have today, we have apps. They have apps where they have for remodeling called Builder Trend is a good one, where you can communicate back and forth with the contractor on an app that records everything. So homeowner can take a picture of the drywall, put it on the app and with a question. Hey, Mr. Builder, I see this drywall has a gap here. Can you explain this? So that he can answer in the morning or even at night after he's had his family dinner or whatever, he can say, yeah, we put mud and we put tape. When they sand it, that's called a drywall seam. And according to the National Association of Home Builders, that seam can go as high as a quarter-inch gap. And then the homeowner reads it and says, okay, great. Now, the homeowner could also take a picture of all the food wrappers and say, hey, you told me you're going to clean up daily. Take a look at this. Boom. Now, what's the good thing about that? The good thing is, is you're establishing a record. And so 
Sometimes it holds the contractor accountable. But at the same time, the contractor can take pictures of the kids and the dog. Listen, we got fresh concrete for the back patio, and there's paw prints in the fresh concrete. (laughs) Mrs. Homeowner, I know I told you to keep Fido away from it, but we have fingerprints now. We're going to take his paws and we're going to see if they fit this when I come to the job site tomorrow because I sure as hope it's not the neighbor's dog. You see how I'm saying? It goes both ways, right? Yeah. Or, hey, this is fresh concrete and your daughter's name is Abigail Smith, right? Why does it say AS 2020 in the corner of the concrete? I thought you did that. (laughs) (laughs) Whose handprint is this? You know, that's what happens. So again, these new apps hold everyone accountable and it becomes a record. So I always tell people, listen, keep everything in writing because in a year from now, if you're in court, what's to remember from that year? Now with these apps, it's a record every day. So it's a help both ways. But again, contractors have the complaint too. It's just as bad. Homeowner, and by the way, homeowners don't know any better. And it's the responsibility, my opinion, of the contractor to educate the homeowner on how the process works and then how to manage each other during the job. That's the other thing. And it comes down to back on the homeowner with the number one thing we talked about earlier, Paul, communication. Mm-hmm. If you communicate, you're going to go well. So here's the last contractor pet peeve, payments, the money. It's the golden rule. He who has the gold rules. So as a homeowner, I always say to you, make the payment structure so that you're in charge. Never pay until something's completed. So don't do start of demolition, do completion of demolition, completion of cabinet install, completion of drywall. That way you're paying when something's done. As opposed to where contractors like to say, start of demolition, delivery of cabinets, delivery of rough plumbing, you know what I'm saying? And by the way, not one or the other is better. However, I tell homeowners, keep it on your end. Now, how does ho- how do contractors don't like that? Well, if, if they finish the job, let's just say they finish demolition. They expect to check that day. Remember, you didn't make a deal. You didn't sign a contract with a bank. You signed a contract with a contractor. And the contractor is not your bank. You're giving them money. Now, if you've got a bank loan, you need to have that in the contractor's contract saying, hey, we're going to give you draws from the bank loan. There may be delays. If they're due that day, then you should pay that day. Now, there's times where the contractor says, all right, leave a check, and he doesn't come for three days, and the check's sitting on the counter. Okay, shame on the contractor. However, there's a lot of things going on that contractors need their payments. They're not financing your job. They're supposed to get paid. That's why they ask for a deposit. That's why they ask for money payment schedules. What's, don't, what's, what would you say is don't ever pay above X percent for a deposit? Okay, so... A lot of contractors ask for 50% deposit, and it's been standard in our business. I say no. Now, hear me out. A lot of contractors get mad at me when I say that because I'm a kitchen. <laughs> On a kitchen, let's say a $50,000 kitchen, 40% of a $50,000 kitchen is the cost of just the cabinets. So think about that. That's $20,000. So when you say $50,000, I need a 50% deposit, that's twenty five grand. So $20,000 goes to the cabinets, and then... Five grand for getting the permits and the designs and things like that. So the contractor's not taking half the money. It's going to the right things. However, if the contractor is smart, he would say, all right, I want 10% upon signing the contract. So that's 5,000. And then I want another 10% when the permits are pulled. That's 10,000. And then I'll need 25 or 30 grand for the cabinets or 20 grand or whatever it is. 
because you're remember you're you're installing the cabinets, but the biggest cost. And you can explain the home, Mrs. Jones. The cabinets are the biggest cost. And online, you can say typically cabinets cost about forty percent of the total job. So you can use that instead of getting fifty percent down, you get all the way there. Now, there are companies who say, listen, if you delay me on ordering the cabinets because of the money, you're going to add two, three, four weeks on the end of the job. So that's where you got to manage it with the contractor. And it all comes down to trust. I'm not against 50%, but I'm more for smaller numbers and progress. And a progress payment done right is the best way to go. And really, that's how it is. So complaints, and remember, contractors have complaints too. Homeowners have complaints. Key to solving all the complaints is communication, just like you said. So I hope everyone got some good information today uh, from our podcast. And if you ever, if you do like the podcast, please hit the subscribe button. You can always get contractor therapy at radio.com. Go to all the places where you like to get your podcast as well. And I want to thank uh, Rocket Mortgage for being our sponsor. And I'll see you guys next week.